With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. get at her i always hate doing that intro when cam's not here but you know what i'm gonna stick with it because consistency uh welcome back to another episode of the mainly broncos podcast as you probably have noticed by not hearing cam's voice cam is out today he is uh currently in ireland where it is 3 a.m uh and you know what sucks to be him because i don't know if he's gonna be able to watch the nuggets finals out there but we'll find out uh so it's just me and two guests tonight we have both the illustrious john k nfl and the um, beautiful and amazing Bobby Stevens. So oh, thank you. Thank you both for joining. That. Um, how you guys doing? I'm doing fabulous. You know, I got to talk some CU football today. So for me, that was a good, you know, I just love talking Colorado football. Uh, besides that, I've really also enjoyed, uh, was able to talk some CSU football. So football for me all day. So. So no did, you say, did you just say you did CU football and CSU football? Is that what I just heard? Because yeah. yeah. Is that allowed? Because That I don't think is allowed. Look, I am a CU alumni. I will root for the buffs first. But you know what? C- CSU, they're in the Mountain West right now. There's no, you know, there's no reason to, to worry about them except beating them and, 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 you know, humiliating them. Besides that, though, they can do their own thing. Okay. Well, that you, you saved it a little bit. Uh, Coach Prime, if you're listening to this. John's address is just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's always. I mean, anytime you can talk football, right? I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Yes, exactly. Uh, Bobby, how you doing? I am well. Uh, thanks you for you guys for letting me be part of the show. It's going to be uh, fun tonight. Absolutely, and yes, we are both wearing Broncos polo. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Basic bitches. Uh, well, good you're evening, not. Ray. You're not wearing a hat. I'm wearing a hat. You don't have a hat, so. <laughs> no, I don't. Although I'm not going to lie, I almost went got mine. Um, but no, I am not not wearing a hat. Uh, good evening, Ray. Thank you for coming. So we have quite the agenda. Um, so what I would like to kind of start with here is the Broncos made some moves. We have been uh, going to the barrel, as it were, and, and looking for some players and getting rid of some players. So what do you guys think about, first of all, the biggest news, obviously, when we're talking about moves that we've made is releasing Brandon McManus. How did you guys, like, where were you when you saw that news? Because I was on vacation. Last week I was on vacation. I went to Yellowstone. I took a week off of work, freaked me out a little bit, came back, still working, catching up. And, like, I was just scrolling through Twitter, like, during the, um, basically while we were on the road. And I just saw, like, literally from Brandon himself, I've been informed by the team that they have cut me. 
And I think my first reaction was like, I copied that tweet and put it in the mainly Broncos chat and was like, holy shit. What do you guys, what had you find? Yeah, my, my initial re, uh, thought was the same thing. I, I just was scrolling through uh, Twitter, did not expect any news that day from the Broncos, to be honest. And, you know, you just happened to see that he, he was a let go. Um, for me, I was my first thought was this had to do with money. Uh, maybe, you know, some people thought it had to do with ego. So uh, my initial reaction was a little bit of confusion. Uh, it What was causing the reason for him to uh, basically be let go by the Broncos? And uh, for me, it, it took some time to try to figure out why. And I think it just came down to performance, which was, you know, something that is, is always going to be uh, an issue. And, and it should be. What about you, Bobby? Um, yeah, no, I was just on my phone and um, just saw that notification. I was just complete shock. Just first thought that came to my head was, well, there goes our Super Bowl team right there, all gone. Um, so it was it was quite a shocker. Um, but hopefully, you know, there's some good reason to it. Uh, and best of luck to Brandon going to Jacksonville for for one year right there. So hopefully they'll uh, they'll do good to him and uh, he'll return the favor by uh, give them some points. Absolutely. Yeah, no, uh, rip the dream. The entire Super Bowl 50 roster is now gone. Uh, definitely had uh, another different group chat of a bunch of Broncos fans that were freaking out over that. Uh, and also, you know, rip to, to Brandon McMoney, uh, another Brandon M. We, we, uh, there's, there's dozens of us. Not really. There's probably so many more, but um, it was definitely a shock. Although, John, when you brought up performance, I think, I mean, that's definitely the reason here. I love Brandon McManus. I call him Brandon McMoney. I literally had to stop myself from saying Brandon McMoney there because he hasn't always been McMoney recently. And I hate saying it. I hate saying it, but he's kind of been a bit meh, to be honest. And I can't bring myself to call him Brandon McMahon because I can't do that. Um, <laughs> he last season ranked as the 28th kicker among 34 with a minimum of 10 attempts within 50 yards, like inside 50 yards. He was the 28th best kicker in field goal success. That's unacceptable in the NFL. Like you do that and you probably get cut. Especially when you play at altitude. Uh, yeah. I mean, for me, that's one of the things where he's going to Jacksonville. Now he's going to be below sea level. So that's going to be interesting. But again, like you were saying, uh, McManus has had trouble with some of those easy kicks in throughout his career, to be honest. Um, he's been, you know, he, he likes to have some range and be able to kind of let the ball go and use his full power of his leg. Um, and, and I think for, for everyone, we saw these past couple, I think, you know, three seasons, we saw, uh, you know, a, a slight regression each time until this year where all of a sudden, you know, those extra points weren't making it. And I think that's where mm-hmm. I personally drew the line. Uh, Cause I always felt, Hey, at least McManus is money when it comes to those extra points, because, Let's be honest, the rest of the NFL, we're seeing a lot of kickers miss that. And it's very Double difficult blank. for me. It's so <laughs> it's so difficult for me to watch, though. It really is. So yeah. um, that's yeah. where, where it has to change for me. And, and that's why I think the, the move, again, had to be made. We need someone to be consistent on all fronts of the special teams. Yeah, I agree with uh, John right there. Uh, just like I noticed it, too, and I definitely think the whole Broncos nation uh, definitely noticed the downslope. And unfortunately with last season and our downslope for that whole season last season. It um, it definitely probably was time for a change, and we'll just mm-hmm. see what happens, you know, with, with Elliot. You know, it's just going to be uh, – it's going to be – I think it's going to be some 
good changes on there. So, yeah, I feel like it's easy to get complacent with special teams because it's it's by far the least sexy side of the ball, right? But it's so important as we've learned painfully over the past several years uh, in in Denver. Just overall in Broncos country, we've seen uh, not great product put out on that side of the ball, and we've lost multiple coaches over it. So, uh, you know, now hey. we have Mike Westhoff, though. Like Mike yes. Westhoff, <laughs> if anyone can make this special teams special, it's Mike Westhoff who follows me on Twitter. Not not to brag, um, <laughs> Ray. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're all on the same page here. Like Ray saying he's old school. Kickers have two duties: kick the ball and keep your mouth shut. <laughs> so let me I ask don't know you, if Brandon was doing either of those. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, do you, if a kicker is also going to be very vocal, he's your NFLPA representative. How are you going to keep a guy like that on your team who is complaining, kind of throwing fits at certain times if he's not getting an opportunity to kick? Did that play to your emotions at all in terms of making it easier to let him go and move on for you? It, yeah, for me, I mean, it did a little bit. I don't really – trying to, like, figure out how I want to word this this yeah. phrase. I don't I, – I, I'm, I'm not one of those people that's going to be, like, just, like, kick the ball and shut up or, like, you know, those guys that do that. And, and right, like, nothing gets to you. I totally get where you're coming from. But I'm not, like, one of those people that will at a player on Twitter and be like, oh, just do your job and don't talk about this other stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and especially, like – not to get too political, but that's where that kind of comes in a little bit. Um, I don't know. I, I, I have mixed feelings on it. Like say what you want to say, but at the same time, don't be a diva. Like there's already enough of those. They're called cornerbacks. We don't need more. Um, and Brandon definitely was, was, yeah, uh, he was, he was kind of getting there in terms of, I mean, he was obviously very vocal. Um, but I think did we have the most uh, toxic special teams room for, in the league for a little bit there between Brandon and uh, the the ex. I mean, we had Stukes. Totally oh, Waitman, Waitman, Kobe Wadman. No, no, no. The the from the X Raiders guy. Um, I'm totally forgetting his name. Are you talking about Super the coach? dramatic. You're talking about the coach? Or no, the, pun, the actual punter, the player. I'm totally oh, blanking. Marquette his name. King. Oh, Marquette King. King. There, oh, there we go. God. There we Marquette go. Sorry. King and Brandon McManus. And I totally spaced on his name. I couldn't find it. Marquette King and Brandon McManus being yeah. in the same special teams unit. I mean, Marquette anyway. King, anyway. I just have to say, you know, he's still he's still upset about it all these years after, and he's still going on it on Twitter. I, I see oh. it come up. And and don't get me wrong, I understand he had high expectations for his career going forward when he signed with the Broncos, but man, he, he's still going at it. Well, for man, sure, though. A, right. Oh, sorry. Thank you, McManus, for for Super Bowl Fifty. Like respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you guys questions. Um, you know, the announcement now today came that Elliot Fry is our new kicker. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your guys's opinion on that? Do you think it's going to be good? Do you think he's going to be good? Or I, I think it's a big unknown, honestly. Like, um, I got Mike Westhoff. You got your job cut out for you one of the greatest special teams coaches in NFL history by a lot of standards in terms of just the respect that he has around the league. I'm not going to sit here and say, I know more about him. Elliot Fry, you're next up. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a lot of uh, NFL experience. I mean, he's kicked like six field goals, I think 
um, in his career, which I mean, and then I got him on a good deal. (laughs) Like three teams and two teams uh, last season with the Cincinnati and Kansas City. I think I saw something that he was like waived. Yeah, times or something. I mean, obviously they like wave and bring him back, but definitely interesting. Maybe there's something. Maybe he there's something there that you know we just didn't they didn't unlock before. Maybe he didn't get enough opportunity. Well, now you get opportunity in uh, very little air. So go out there and kick the shit out of it. I mean, there's only there's only 32 you know people that can get this position in the whole world in terms of kickers, and kickers tend to hold on to those positions for you know, 10, 15 years once they make it in. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's very hard for some of these younger guys to break through without being someone who is a real special talent that is mm-hmm. uh, somewhat obvious. Uh, um, but when it when it comes to this move, I, I think that the Broncos with the 90-man roster, they can go ahead, see how he's doing early on in, you know, OTAs and, and in camp, see if he fits the fits what's going on with the Broncos. And if not, you can go ahead and make a move and then you can spend the more the more high priced uh you know uh money towards a kicker if the broncos wanted to go ahead and do that that way um Mm -hmm. i personally would like to have two kickers on just because let's have them have competition we're doing it across the board in the in in every single uh capacity in every single room might as well have it in the special teams as well and keep that that edge going that's a good point that's been and i was looking at his stats too right now he's only got like six field goals um, he played one game for each team, uh, five for six. So that's 83% right there. And then it looks like a total of 20 points. So, I mean, you see that he's got something. Uh, but the other, the one I was expecting was Brett from um, the Jets. Yeah. Or, it's a free agent. I was expecting him because of his experience and everything. But they must have saw something more for Elliott, which kudos to them for that. And just, just, I'm just looking forward to because all these changes that happen in the offseason, like big one, of course, was, was Sean being our head coach. I was extremely happy for that. Um, and of course, all the other coaches and some players, and you know, not too much in the draft, but we got some decent guys. So I'm, I'm expecting something a, bit, a big change, but hopefully on the right side. And to preview a little bit ahead of us, um, maybe a, a kicker who has the ability to, you know, knock a uh, kick out of the end zone is such as much easier. Uh, maybe those rules have kind of changed, and that's not needed as much. But we'll talk about that mm-hmm. down the yeah, line. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. fun. Evening, Clayton. Yeah, smash hey, that Clayton. like button. Um, and if you're watching on Twitter, unfortunately, your comments do not show up here because <laughs> we're gonna blame Elon Musk. Uh, just kidding, Elon. Don't don't ban me. Uh, but <laughs> go to YouTube. Go to MHRT Network on YouTube and uh, chime in because we want to hear what you think. Um, okay, so definitely some interesting news there. One of the other uh, moves that we've made that I want to bring up before we move on here that has definitely gotten a lot of love in Broncos country is that we re-signed Cam Fleming, who honestly was like kind of the most consistent right tackle that we've had in recent history which is not a high bar, unfortunately. But Cam Fleming, uh, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I think it's an excellent move. I don't think you can go wrong with that. Bobby, why don't you go first here? Oh, man. I mean, I'm getting shout outs, man. I'm getting, I'm getting, thank you, Robert. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, so I I think it's going to be a good move. So, I mean, that's that's all I can say. It's, uh, I think it's just going to be a good move. So I'm excited. Like I said, again, just all the changes that we got this whole off season, I'm just looking forward to just, probably a step up forward 
to what's going to happen and just forget about what happened last season because last season was just a disaster in my opinion and we made the right decisions this is the next decision this is the next good decision so i'm just looking forward and i think he's just gonna he's gonna show it show it on the field probably the best swing tackle that absolutely we we can have um clayton no you're good on facebook it's just it's only if you're trying to chime in on twitter it just doesn't doesn't like it but if you're on facebook you're good um yeah so that that was an interesting move for sure glad to see cam come back come back i mean yeah you can't it's i think he was our can't lose there's no downside yeah, mm-hmm. I think after we've seen him the last uh, couple of years, I think one thing for sure is that uh, he was our best player for the offensive line at the end of the year, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had consistency even when he had to switch to the left side, like you were talking about. He can swing left side, right side. And it, it, for some other players, you can't have the, if you can't switch your, your kickback leg or anything like that. It makes a huge difference. Um, so it was the so, famous quote, it's like wiping your butt with the other hand. So it, 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 really, <laughs> it really is like that. So uh, I understand why some players cannot be able to do that. And I think that's one th- reason why the Broncos brought him back. And, and of course, it was a need. Uh, the, the Broncos have mm-hmm. Bowles coming back from injury. We have to see how he's doing. And if not, I think this is a cheap and, again, a cheap, very high-valued asset to have. Mm-hmm. I say keep him around for the rest of his career. He's 30. Just sign him every year. Yeah. That, what do you want? He's got potential still, absolutely. Yeah. So just like what uh, we're doing with Kareem Jackson, which again, proof proof of that mm-hmm. resigning as well. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't that a one? That was. It was. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't over one point five million. It was, it was very a little. very low deal, very mm-hmm. team friendly deal. You don't see that from players. That means Kareem Jackson wanted to come back here to be a part of this team, to be a part, to be a part of this culture, and see this team start to make a switch around. And mm-hmm. I think he truly believes that uh, it's it is almost his job to help bring along some of these safeties that have been drafted, your Stearns, your Skinners, uh, you know, bring them up to the Broncos' expectation level. And I think that's just fabulous. You have a leader there in Kareem mm-hmm. Jackson. Kareem Jackson mentoring J.L. Skinner. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Look at into my veins. I, I, I was going to say, those are, those are the type of players that I like for a team. They don't care about the money. There's like, I want this team to be good, and I'm going to help you guys make the team better. So with whatever Kareem got, um, I see still like, let's do it. Let's go for it. I'm ready. That's, that's the type of guys we want right there. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yep. Kareem, glad you're a Bronco. Yes. Please never leave until you retire. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, definitely made some moves there. The NFL also made some moves as an organization, and they made quite a lot of rule changes. The actual full list can be found at operations.nfl.com if you really wanted to go through and like look at every little tiny thing. 
it'll even tell you like the section of the rule book that was amended, but we really want to focus on some of the big ones. The biggest one, just kidding, but really is players can now wear zero. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Another one. Honestly, I, I love it. I want to see more zeros out there. I want to see zeros <laughs> running around. Okay. Like legit question. Quarterbacks can wear zero. Mm-hmm. According to this rule, Damn do you it. want a quarterback to wear zero? Like, what would you think about that? It would like for, what for quarterback me, could put, could pull off zero? I know I just asked. Yeah, I think it has to be the yeah. right quarterback to pull it off. I don't. I don't know. I can't think of a name that comes right off the top of my head that could do it. Uh, but I think I can't see anybody wearing zero. I don't as a know. Like, I have to I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that was interesting. I mean, I, I guess only... I could see just Deshaun Watson wearing zero because that you know he he's a zero in my opinion. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> that's uh, good. You know, other than that. I, I couldn't see a quarterback going with this. And it's just one of those things where, you know, are they going to have the opportunity? Because there's only one number zero. And I think there other players are going to rush for trying to get that number, I think, especially. So I think well, I bet there's a lot right now. Yeah. I mean, we, we already All know who the teams are on cue right now. Well, who wants zero? Breaking, breaking news. Bomb Trady has unretired and will wear number zero for <laughs> some team in the NFL. Uh, Raid was definitely yeah. probably. I mean, uh, the thing that got to me more was like when hearing that Aaron Rodgers is going to switch to his college number, number eight, and that got me. Yeah, that was a little bit too. I'm like, like I'm so used to UCC wearing twelve, but out of respect, he went to number eight, which I think was a good decision. But it's still weird too to to uh, see another player wear like a different number, kind of like I don't know, I don't know any other player out there really that did change that. But yeah, that was kind of odd get to clayton here clayton bringing the positivity the only number he cares about is what's in the win column and he's there seeing 10 to 13 respect <laughs> man. you can't you can't ever you know what we're undefeated until we're undefeated every week you win one and oh you win the next week one and oh every week you're one and oh yeah. um you're undefeated until you're not so you know what we're gonna win 18 games why not we're gonna sweep everyone God, could you imagine? That would actually be ridiculous. We would have earned that. We earned that, Broncos country. If we sweep everyone this season, that's not my official prediction, but <laughs> we paid that. We paid our dues. Let us have it. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, no, definitely. I mean, honestly, I'm so excited to, for the season. Like, I know we're talking about rule changes. Sean Payton, I don't even know if it can be overestimated how much of a difference he's made. because. Oh, and he has rule changes his himself. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. First oh, thing, first God. thing about uh what was it Russ's uh his own trainers, and he's like, Oh yeah, bye bye. I don't believe that. I don't believe that type of stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, that, was one of the, yes. that was one of the first <laughs> things that he was like, We're not having that, you're not having a separate office. This is a yeah. team. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. there, there's so many aspects to to that. Well, uh yeah. I, and going off of that even a little bit here too, with like briefly going back to Brandon McManus, I feel like if Sean Payton was the coach last year, you're not having those situations or especially the Seahawks game. Brandon's coming up and saying like, oh yeah, 50 plus yards, let me kick it. And and Hackett, pickups. Hackett is like, oh yeah, go ahead. Hackett's the pushover guy. Sean Payton's like, fuck you are. Sit back down. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, no, I love Sean Payton. I'm so excited. I really want to see what happens when we have like a legitimate coach who knows what he's doing, who makes Russ into the quarterback that he should be and can be, but he clearly needs his hand held because he can't he can't get the run 
by himself. Coleman, Coleman, old time coach. He's an old time coach. coach. Yeah. That's what I like. It's old time coaches. So, I'm I'm with you, Clayton. That's gonna be sweet. Um, but yeah, I mean, if anyone, let me let me rephrase this question. Is do you think anyone on the Broncos is gonna wear zero? We already know who's wearing it. Who's Jonathan Cooper. Oh, Jonathan Cooper. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. He used to wear it at Ohio State. It's totally kind of forgot a, about that. Yeah, he is kind of a tradition there with it. So uh, zero, number zero, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of is the O in a sense. So it's kind of a big number there, <laughs> and it makes sense to give it to uh, to him versus a rookie. It just kind of makes sense, you know, to be honest. Versus Skinner, Outside who of not having Wi-Fi in Yellowstone, I didn't see that. Sweet, I loved, <laughs> I love that Coop on zero. Hell yeah, good. And I don't know. I don't know who else uh, who would take it. I can't think oh, of no, anybody. No one's still. taking that from Coop, man. Coop will kill no, him. I can't see anybody else but him. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, although I will say tight ends can do it. Greg Dulcich. Yeah. I, I can Greg see him Dulcich rock it. I mean, the, the big thing is a lot of players can't change to the, their no. number because, you know, the financial reasons. And I think we've spoken about it before, but it, it's just immense what you have to do to be able to change your number if you're a big-time player. Well, and then the, wasn't there some whole story about like some team? I don't remember what team or even what player. They that player had to like contact the the Manufact- like they didn't retire the number, but they had to contact the last player that wore it, even though they mm-hmm. were like no longer with the team, and like do some crazy stuff for them to get them to give it. Like I don't remember, but it was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely interesting, and uh, yeah, I mean, what's it hurt? Just let them wear whatever they want. Who cares? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that one's interesting. Kickoffs, kickoffs. This one, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see what happens. So, if you guys don't know, if you didn't see the kickoff change, first of all, this is a temporary rule change for now. It's only in effect for the next year, and then we'll see what happens. But basically, there is a resolution that allows someone to fair catch a kickoff um, at the 25 yard line, as long as the kickoff was done behind the kicking team's 25 yard line. So basically like team, like we're kicking off against uh, the Raiders, right? We kick it off from our 25 yard line or behind. They call for a fair catch at the one. They can call for fair catch at the one and move the ball up to the 25 yard. And that's it. Like they, yeah. don't do, they don't have to run it out. They just move it up 24 yards, free 24 so, yards. So that takes away some strategy for a lot of those special teams coaches that we were talking about, you know, a little bit earlier that are a little bit unhappy with this just because uh, again, all of a sudden you can't get a, a player to be, you know, forced to take a kick and try to be held within maybe the 20 yard line. Like usual, all of a sudden, all these, all these kickoffs are going to be at the 25 yard line. I get, you're trying to reduce concussions. You're trying to reduce all those different Mm -hmm. things. Um, But for me, it's taken away from the game of football. I'm almost at the point where it's, it's like, if you're not giving them a, you know, a fair opportunity to, you know, go after and, you know, go gain rid of wedges and all those different things. Again, Take, then maybe we should just start the game at the 25 yard line if, as an option. That's almost where I'm at. Are you, are you, do you guys it's, feel the same way? Cause this is the way it's done in college. Oh yeah. yeah that's what I was going to say. So the co- college has been played this way since 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's different, different game, honestly, like yeah. same game, different, different speed. Different. So, I mean, it, that makes yeah. a difference. Um, 
I don't remember. I didn't actually get a chance to read it, although I did see that some some players spoke out about like the fact that it really doesn't do anything. Like this doesn't mm-hmm. changes nothing in terms of safety. Like it's not about safety. Um, mm-hmm. But it just seems too easy to take advantage of to me. Mm-hmm. Like personally, unless I know if if I know for a fact that I have a demon as my kickoff returner, I'm just like catch the what just fair catch it. Get us get us to twenty five. Yeah. Just fair catch it. Doesn't even matter where it is. You're taking. I, mean, away. I know they can't necessarily do it every time, but you know, against Patrick Mahomes, if they do that every kickoff, just give Patrick Mahomes a free twenty-four yards. Like, come on, that's just unfair. Yeah, no, I I, I agree on that. Uh, I, and when I first heard about that too, I was a little baffled. I was just like, and I understand that that was a college rule, but I'm like. We're not in college where this is professional football. And I think I understand the whole safety and everything like, yeah, like definitely keep the players safe. But, you know, to an extent, as what you guys were saying, I agree with it. It's going to some teams are going to take advantage of that and they're going to use that. Uh, like you, know, you said with Patrick Mahomes, you'll give him a free free 24 yards um, or um, could be any any other quarterback. I mean, it's it, it's going to be interesting. I'm looking I'm, kind of looking forward to see how it ends up and just to see maybe after like when preseason starts just to see how the players and coaches oh, are sure. going to react to that you know I feel so like we're I'm gonna like, see this a lot pre-season. yeah it's definitely going to happen so i'm i'm just just trying to be in the middle of it and just just to wait to see what preseason is going to do and see maybe if preseason like there's not much any complaints or anything they may keep it or if there's too many complaints, they may revoke it back to the original so we just got to wait for that I think that's a good way of looking at it. It's just that kind of one year. Let's, let's watch it and see what happens. And if it can make a reduction in, in concussions, then I, I would be definitely open to it. Yeah. One mm-hmm. thing I am, you know, that I, I have to note is players are going to lose their jobs due to this. There's players that mm-hmm. are only on uh, a, a certain team, whatever team it may be, because of their special teams ability. And that, that goes for kick returner, punt returners. Those guys feel a need and a must to take the ball mm-hmm. out and, and try to gain yards be, beyond the 25. So all of a sudden you have to teach those guys to calm down and, and you really have to take the fair catch. It's just going to change the game a lot, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're going to see teams too that they – I'm trying to think of like the best way to describe my thought process here. But basically – they're going to tighten up their roster a little bit more. And what I mean by mm-hmm. that is instead of having to have a roster spot for this guy, because he's a great kickoff returner, they're just like, you know what? We don't need that. I'm just going to fill it with some other high level player that can do more than just return kickoffs. And I'm just going to put anyone out there and tell them fair catch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for for a while when the Broncos were having return issues, I was so happy they just had Bryce Callahan in the back there just making a fair catch, not putting the team back further where Locke was all of a sudden in the five-yard line. Way down down in the past, though. So we'll move on from that. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, don't don't say say Locke. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) But it'll be interesting for sure. Uh, We'll see what happens. Definitely. Okay, final kind of big rule change here that I wanted to talk about as well with you guys is the emergency third quarterback rule. Mm. So this one's interesting. There's kind of like a lot to it. At the, I'm not going to like read this verbatim, but basically when the club has to establish their active list for the game and it's an active list for the game, 
that team can basically say, hey, this uh, this guy is our emergency third quarterback that can be eligible to be activated during the game, and it's not going to like take up a roster spot. Um, the reason that this kind of became what it is is I, I believe it was the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. With Brock Purdy injured his elbow. Yep. And Josh yep. Johnson. In an NFC championship game. In the NFC yeah. championship. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I think it, they had like Christian McCaffrey on the sideline warming up his arm. Mm-hmm. And then they just like had to run the ball for the rest of the game and just got totally blown up. Yeah. So yeah. it's interesting. I mean, it, it's, I feel like I need to see this in action to establish a, a opinion on it. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about this? Go ahead, Bobby. I'll let you go first. Oh, no worries. You're good. Um, well, um, I think what Brandon was saying is we got to see it in action, see if it does it. Um, I think under some circumstances, like with the 49ers, I think it might be a good move. Um, it just all depends on what, 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 when it happens, like what's the effect on it. Um, I, maybe again, the preseason whole thing I said, mentioned earlier with, uh, with the kick returns um, uh, or maybe anytime a player gets injured, like there's, there's going to be players who are going to get injured. Uh, we just got to wait and see what happens to it. I mean, I think like I said, I'm in the middle of it. I think it's, a, I think it's nice to have an extra one just in case. Cause again, we you had Brock that was injured, Jimmy G and you got everybody else that was, you get that whole team there that if, if I would say this, if Brock did not get injured with the 49ers, there would be a different Super Bowl. I, I mean, maybe even I, with Josh Johnson, even. And same with Josh Johnson. I would think that if they had that rule, or again, if they wasn't injured, 49ers would have gone through Super Bowl instead of Philadelphia. But still a good Super Bowl. But yeah. I would definitely would have seen that as a different outcome. For, for me, I honestly am, uh, I, I like this rule change quite a bit. I understand that you're keeping 53 men on the roster still. So if you want to have a, a, third guy quarterback your third man quarterback to be on your roster at all times you're going to have to carry him they're they're not extending it to 54 um so you'll have to carry that guy have him be kind of uh you put him in as your third string guy and and in order for him to be actually be in enter the into the game you need to have one player who's either in the tent or one who's in the locker room so there's no there's no games playing if if for some reason someone's performing badly and you want to put someone else in that's kind of been taken out the window which is very nice to see um but for me i kind of am interested in, in to see how teams play this game do you bring in a few quarterbacks for your practice squad and essentially run through them, you know, every week you bring up someone for three active weeks and then, you know, you move on from them. Then you bring a new quarterback in for three active weeks. Um, so it's just a matter of how do you want to do this as well. It's very interesting to me for each NFL team. Yeah, for sure. Um, and real quick, that's a great point, Ray. Kickoff returns, let unknown players showcase themselves and, and sell themselves and get themselves a mm-hmm. roster spot. So, I want to add one more player, Devin Hester as well. Devin Hester, Chicago, with his yeah. all of his returns, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he would have never been accepted as a cornerback. I mean, he wasn't, and then they tried to move him to receiver, where he did have you know slight uh, mm-hmm. success for what he what he was. But I think again, he wouldn't have had that opportunity, which we were talking about, not having mm-hmm. those those jobs and and having so few of them mm-hmm. being taken away. You're taking away the, the a running back position now, essentially because of that. You're taking yeah. away a, a Hall of Famer. Records sure. not being breaking or no more by that stuff, possibly. So, yeah, 
Great point. Great point. Um, yeah, the one thing hopping back to that rule change that's in- interesting too, and that's a great point, John, about like what are the, the conditions under which this occurs. The other thing that happens is if either injured quarterback is at any point cleared by the medical staff to play, the emergency quarterback has to be removed, and they can't come back into the game as quarterback or any other position. So, like if you had a if you gave your running back, so this is interesting because I think it's going to dictate how people choose this. If they had chosen Christian McCaffrey, and then um, Brock Purdy in that example is like cleared to come back. Christian McCaffrey cannot come back into the game at any position. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Unless he needs to come back in as emergency. Well, I mean, he would have to. Yeah, if he was designated as that third quarterback, definitely right. he wouldn't be allowed to come mm-hmm. back in. So uh, that's a, a huge point, and it's. I'm so happy to get rid of that. I mean, all power to, to Kendall Hinton and get him into the you know Hall of Fame in a way. Uh, but it, it's one of those things where I don't want to see that scenario happen again. Mm-hmm. Something tells me this might not work in the COVID situation. I mean, that makes a, that, <laughs> that that is a very good point and uh, touche. I'll just say touche. Um, <laughs> but they, I will also say they're not eligible to use this if they already have three quarterbacks on their active list. So if they have three quarterbacks on their active list already they can't do this yeah which i i think is interesting because it will dictate how often we see this if you're going into an nfc championship game and you have concerns about maybe the health of one of your quarterbacks you're probably going to have three quarterbacks on your active list because you don't want to end up in a situation where you are playing an nfc championship game with your emergency quarterback Mm this will be interesting for Taysom hill i'll tell you that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, hold up. Is Taysom Hill going to be the default emergency quarterback? For it's because it probably, probably yeah, and then he, <laughs> I, I, it just has to be. So it yeah. has to be. God, Matt, could you imagine if we trade for Taysom? Oh, um, that'd be. I had my own crush though. He's a 49er. Jack Coletta was my uh, next kind of yeah. Taysom uh, Hill. Taysom Hill. Oh. Um. Any other thoughts on this? If, like, who would, who do you think our emergency quarterback would be? I, I think it has. Uh, I'm not quite sure, honestly. I think it's it's still up for for grabs. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it, is it going to be Ben? Uh, I, I have trouble pronouncing his last name. Pro, excuse me, there. Uh, yeah, douchey, douchey. I call him douchey. Um, yeah, douchey. <laughs> I, 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 see, I I always say it wrong, and I say douchey for no, some reason. Been douchey from now on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so forgive me on that, but yes, I think yeah, he'd be the case, and then we'll we'll see if he's just make on. make Garrett Bowles the emergency quarterback. Just there like, you go. Yeah. Just no. <laughs> give him the ball, and he'll just like maul people. And he's like, oh, I'm totally kidding. Do not do that, please. Please do not yeah. do that. Um. 
Yeah, I don't know. I have to think about it. I have to think about it. Maybe this is where Alberto shines. This is where we use Alberto. Oh yeah, finally, yes. <laughs> he gets out of the doghouse. <laughs> what happened, to Alberto? Man? Um, yeah, I don't, we'll we'll see what happens. It'll be interest, interesting. I mean, we might not see this happen at all this year. We might see this happen a lot. So we'll we'll table it for now and see what happens. Um, speaking of quarterbacks and speaking of something we talked about earlier, which is drama. I feel like I can't Google Russell Wilson's name anymore. Just ever. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I can't even think about his name because it just, there's always drama. There's always something. There has to be Sierra something going on. In this, Russell she, she dressed a certain way and should uh, Russell Wilson be offended? And it's like, I don't care. I don't <laughs> I even see that. It's it's stuff like that. I, that didn't, I, know, I didn't know that. I, I saw it one time, and I'm just like, Did you really neat, great, and guys. like the whole Russell great Wilson great is square. Yeah, <laughs> I had to look that. I literally didn't even know what that meant when I saw that. I mean, maybe I'm I live under a rock, I guess, like Patrick Star. Actually, I want to add two more. Thing. I was going to add two more rules. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, please go ahead. Um, I was reading them up. I don't know if they're approved or not. I don't know if which ones were doing approved, but I was seeing one. Um, where it was the tripping penalty, yeah. And oh, the tripping like penalty that. was yeah. automatic, 50, like 15 and automatic first. I'm, I'm gonna say that's a good choice, yeah, personal. in my opinion. And then the second one was the insta immediate replay of a fourth down attempt. Let me pull up that. I actually, so, yeah, so the I immediate re- replay for a fourth down attempt to me makes sense because all plays that are turnovers are reviewed and it's a turnovers yeah. on down. So it is a play that should be reviewed mm-hmm. again. I'm not, t- I, I don't want to see, you know, ticky tack things, you know, to be added on like holding or anything like that. It has to be something pretty egregious. It has to be in my mind, at least for you to make that kind of switch. And it has to be quite obvious. Um, right. And it, ha- it can't be something on the side, you know, making an impact, you know, I don't want that to be the reason why. Uh, it has mm. to be something that has merit to make the change. Right. Now, I was just I asking your guys' opinion that. on that. No, yeah. yeah, that's an amazing that's an amazing point. Yeah. Um, I, I think Houston is the one that I totally forgot about that. I think they I proposed mean, that, yeah. I feel like this is a, a win-win situation, honestly. Like, you can't – I don't see a situation where this – hurts you as long as you set it up where you can't abuse it which i'm, I'm not even sure how they would abuse it at this point but i mean it, it should come from new york They're, they should do mm-hmm. a quick replay in new york and if it needs to be looked upon even more then they can go ahead and do that but again you like to see expedited calls mm-hmm. done through new york right as many things that have to be t- as many steps that have to be taken here as possible to make sure that the outcome of the game is not determined because a ref missed something or they made the wrong call. Whatever you have to do to avoid that, do it. Like, that's my opinion on this. Um, I was going to confirm, Brandon, that it was Houston that did propose that rule for the fourth down. I, I don't know who did the tripping one. I don't know who did the tripping one. Doesn't I say, I so maybe it wasn't, but I can find out. Um, they so Houston did propose that, and it's funny too. It was Philadelphia that actually proposed the number zero jersey. So yep. there might be someone in Philadelphia um, that might have number zero. I don't know who. I, I was just like AJ Brown. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I get weird feelings. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, when it comes to the tripping rule, I guess my question is, what are they talking about for certain tripping uh, aspects? Are we talking about when a receiver and a defensive back have accidental tripping and they're, you know, they're right close stride by stride together and you can't really say whose foot got in what way? That, yeah. to, to me, accidental tripping, I want that to be kept in the game. I don't want to make a determination whose foot made it the other foot trip and, you know, that kind of stuff. I understand. Like what is a catch? Yeah, right. That's what I was going to say. What? How are they going to determine that? Oh, that was intentional tripping. How? That's what I'm trying to figure out. That's what I'm trying to trying to comprehend in my brain. Just saying, how are they going to say that? Oh, yeah, that was intentional tripping, or that was unintentional. Tonight on Unsolved Mysteries. (laughs) But hey, I'm I'm all for you know, like if you can see clearly tripping a lot of times uh, on tackles when a guy gets the corner around them. Those are, you know, those are always thrown though. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure uh, what is expected to be, you know, quite different here, to be honest, and, and what they're going to call differently. Preseason, just say it. Preseason, preseason. just wait. Preseason. preseason. There you go. Yeah. I, I like preseason. that. I like that. <laughs> preseason. Now just, just get out there. Preseason. See what happens. Just don't worry. Preseason. Yeah. That's pre-season. that's that's the new saying. That is. They're going to throw the flag on yep. the uh, turf monster. Or tripping the quarterback. Yes. <laughs> well, there's so. I mean, just a good one. That's a good. Whole one. stadium has to move back 15 yards. <laughs> um, no, it's interesting. Any other rules that we wanted to to go over? There's a whole list of them. Like oh, I'm yeah, sure I probably even missed one. Um, I'm I'm just looking at. Well, here's one. Um, by um, there's they're clarifying. Um. They were going to remove the words butt, ram, and spear into like impersonable use of helmet that was on there. Okay. So it's like, it's basically the, um, the words that are used to describe like when a player uses their helmet. Helmet. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an impermissible, like a illegal use of a helmet. So they're not going to say spear or ram or butt. I mean, that's. I think that just comes down know. to rhetoric, and let the refs say it the way they want. But right. hey, uh, we all know what really happened, and and that's what it, you know. That's just simple rhetoric to me. Yeah, doesn't make a difference. But you know, this, the NFL is so again. They're always concerned about player safety and their concussion, even though they had you know the settlement with uh, the mm-hmm. concussions. They're still going to be on high guard. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at the competition committees like that. The tripping, they wanted that to be a personal foul. Um, they're saying, I can't really think of anything else really. The 25 yard line return kick, uh, the they did have, um, that they want to put the ball in play at the receiving team's 25 yard line if there's a touchback on a punt. Yes, that was one. Which, okay, like, yeah, yeah. That's, it, so that the difference right would be the that 20. guy hits leg day if he's punting and he gets a touchback. <laughs> and, and so, how much again? This is taken away from special teams. So again, yeah. you bring in someone great like Mike Westoff, and all of a sudden you can't use him and utilize him in the proper way. Now kickers are when they're punting, they're not going to aim to get it within the five yard line. They're going to be aiming within the ten. So all mm-hmm. of their offenses are going to be closer. I find this rule to be very. I just I really am against this rule because I want kickers to go for punts within the five. That's exciting to me. If you're going to have a punt, if you can't have it returned, that's what I want to see. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I wonder if that's another, it doesn't say, I feel like that would, it's probably another one of those one year only things, like a trial run. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. So, yeah, that's just what I'm looking at. So, this is, this is fascinating. This will be, again, preseason. Preseason. Preseason is going that's to it. be lit this year because yeah. it's just going to be a, a bunch <laughs> of teams testing these rules out and just getting away with shit and seeing what they can do. So that'll be interesting. Um, anyway, hopping back to uh, Russ Drama. I mean, I don't even want to talk about this, to be honest, but <laughs> did you guys see? So, okay. Whatever Russ did to Seattle, like how, show me where he hurt you because you won't retire his number, even though he won a Super Bowl for you and then took you back to the Super Bowl. You, like seem to show him no respect at all. Your players, KJ Wright came out former Seahawks linebacker, who was a teammate of Russ and basically said, this could go down as the biggest trade heist in NFL history. And John Schneider and coach Carroll are geniuses for, for pulling this off. Um, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I guess part of me gets that. Like he talked about the Broncos contract that we gave him. And part of me gets that, but just like, can we just stop? Can we just stop, please? Like, I'm so tired mm-hmm. of this. And then Zach Allen comes out and is like, you know, Russ is a superstar. He's the hardest working guy in the building who obviously came over from um, the Cardinals, I think. Cardinals or Washington, I can't remember which one. And obviously, you know, is is a new teammate of Russell Wilson, so he doesn't have all this, like, implicit previous bias. He comes in, this is what he sees. Mike McGlinchey, same thing, new guy comes in. Basically, he's like, I hated Russ because he beat us all the time to be in the locker room with him and, and be in the huddle with him is awesome. He's a workhorse. Uh, nobody in the building works harder than him. And that's, that's a consistent theme. People you hear about Russ is that he's the hardest worker. He has, he's dedicated to it. He puts the work in. I, I'm just so tired of, of the drama around Russell Wilson. Like, did you guys see this? What did you, what did you think about this? Yeah, for me, um, you know, when it comes to the numbers, I, I am not a stickler in, in retiring numbers or, you know, keeping them for a certain player. Uh, we've seen that plenty of times with Terrell Davis. I mean, people want to retire his number. You see Philip mm-hmm. Lindsay then wear it. And all of a sudden people get attached to the number 30 with a different player uh, now with Caden Stern. So um, I'm not the hugest fan of having someone retire a number, but definitely would like it to be kind of in their uh, ring of fame or whatever they have. Uh, but to give it to someone like Artie Burns just felt kind of uh, – it, it just felt like they were taking a jab a little bit there um, because Artie Burns isn't someone who you you look towards to be one of your top cornerbacks. He's kind of at the, the end of your depth chart. Um, and, and when it comes, again, to K.J. Wright, even he, he, he had all this long kind of thought-out process on what he thought was wrong with Russell. And then all of a sudden at the end, you know, what's left out is he actually thinks that Russell Wilson has a great chance to be a, a comeback player of the year and have some have a good year. So I think a lot of this is uh, narrative is going on as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I didn't even see that. That's how narrative basis is. I went and looked at that quote. I didn't see that part of the quote. Where is that? 
I mean, it's, it's in the full kind of full length article. You have to go kind of all the way down to the end. I mean, that's yeah. that's where it gets, you know, they, they get the click and then you read enough of it and then they kind of hope you get off of it and then you don't finish it. That's that's mm-hmm. what, you know, some clickbait is, is, is at this point, uh, except for, you know, some very good uh, sources that are local that, you know, that mm-hmm. we all trust. Yeah, I, I agree on that. I was, I'm just reading the quotes that Mike did. And um, I like I said, I think definitely with new coaching around, I think we're going to see a new Russell, a new and improved Russell Wilson. He did have that surgery uh, postseason. So hopefully that helped him out. And He's just by slimmer, he is. So I was watching Pat McAfee today or a clip from Pat McAfee, and he was just explaining like, just how he looks he looks slimmer and he looks so small he looks good like he looks good you know not small uh, but like he no. this boy was thick with three c's last year yeah he, he was um and yeah. i think i read that he did that on purpose to try to not be injured and part of yeah. this too and i i didn't even think about this until now i'm interested to see what his playing weight was compared to the rest mm-hmm. of his, his career maybe he's mm-hmm. just not used to playing at that Wait, especially if he's trying to move around that much, like you're gonna feel sluggish. Everything's gonna suck, even if you're if you're injured. Like I think that's gonna be interesting to monitor. I'm not saying he's gonna like that's gonna be the one reason. Oh, slim I mean, Russell could, Wilson, he's gonna become a uh, back to the Hall of Famer. I mean, that's but, not that's not. You know, but yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It could make it. It, it adds to his running aspect to his game. Yeah. I mean, last year I think he was kind of going for you know the Hackett system where it was a little mm-hmm. bit more pocket based, or you're not bo- be having boots or having plays where you're having your quarterback in motion. Um, and Russell Wilson really didn't have an opportunity to move around much, so maybe he was thinking, "Let me pack on the pounds uh, in order to be able to stand strong in the pocket and make those throws, gain you know gain some strength maybe while he was trying to do it as well." But now under uh, under you know. Uh, Sean Payton, all of a sudden he can start to move the ball and, and run the ball for scrambles for six yards. And, and, you know, he knows when to slide. He knows when to get out of bounds. We trust him there. Um, so his mobility will go up. And then this just will increase, you know, receivers being open because they don't know if, you know, you're, you're covering 11 players instead of 10 now with your quarterback mm-hmm. instead of being just a statue. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Good evening. Um, hey, Gage. Uh, it's, you know what I'm wondering? I'm I'm legitimately curious to know, and I, I have no way of like confirming this, but I wonder if Hackett reached out to Russell Wilson before the season and was like, I want you at this way. And Russ put on the, the pounds because that's what Hackett requested for his offense. And then similarly, I wonder if Sean Payton was like, no, 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 no. Go back down. You were too yeah. heavy. I want you at this way. I have no way of proving this. It might have just been that's what Russ wanted to do. But I'm interested to know if like maybe because that, again, you said it, the Hackett offense, Hackett had a very specific system in mind for him. Hackett obviously was completely out of his element as a head coach, but I wonder if he went into the season telling Russ like, Hey, this is my plan for you. I need you to be at this weight. And that just, if anything shows the dedication of Russ, because he's like, okay, coach, you got it. I'll go put on 20 pounds. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it's just one of those things that now all of a sudden you you saw it in the end of the season in the Kansas City game where they were starting to drive and they were getting the ball moving. That game was starting to get close. Russell Wilson was starting to make those plays where he was not hesitating. He was going to get the first downs. He was going to get kind of bigger chunk plays. And that makes a difference when your quarterback can get you 40 yards in a game. It does. I do remember this, that it was Mm -hmm. kind of like him wanting to do it, but. 
my question was more just like, I wonder behind the scenes if that, if that might've happened because you're not going to know that's not going to be confirmed anywhere. I don't think, but I mean, it could be, it could very well just be that that's what Russ wanted to do. And maybe at the end of the season, he was like, you know what? No, that's not my game. And he went back. So who knows? But, and I agree though, you need to have some weight on you to take some of those blows. You see a lot of those guys who are, you know, six pack guys, they take a hit. Uh, it, it is, it's going to last them, you know, for a long time before they can get back in and they're going to feel it for the next week. Um, so I understand wanting to have some weight on you, but at the same time, you still have to be able to be your old self, your mobile self. I think that's the difference here. Yeah. I think with the change, you're, we're definitely seeing, going to see another, a different Russell Wilson that we've seen probably for years, even when he was in Seattle, I think this is, this is going to be a change in preseason. So, well, what say. are your thoughts here on Clayton's comment? I can pull it up. Uh, Russ, close to 4,000 yards and 30 TDs. Thoughts and thoughts and rushing about 600 yards. That's what I really want to talk about. What do you think a solid rushing number would be for Russell Wilson next uh, Ooh, this year? I would love that. Mm. I don't know if they're going to let him run that much. I yeah, I think so either. Um, because I think, although you bring up an interesting point, because I do think, and I've said this on probably like eight episodes at this point, we're going to run the ball. Like that is the direction that this offense is going. We are going to run the hell out of the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the I don't know if it's going to all be Russ. I'd no. say maybe closer to 400 yards. I like that number too. I mean, with Kareem back, I think he's going to, he's going to get back on that. And then, um, well, can we talk about the fact that Javante Williams is back? Yes. Yes. Holy Thank shit. you. Thank you for that name. Cause like, I, I hate to say, I kind of forgot about it because you never hear him. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Because he's been gone. Because he's been gone. Yeah. So, Javante Williams, Kareem, and then, of course, you got Russ. You got those. You got three guys right there. Yeah, and I I think what's great about this is we know – uh, Williams is doing doing very well in his rehab, obviously. But another thing that suggests it is the Broncos let go of two running backs today. Put the today yeah. put them yes. on waivers for different reasons. Again, we were talking about bringing in Fry, uh, and again some of the other stuff they were trying to do with those moves. But at the same time, that shows that me to me they trust in Williams. They like where his knee is at. They're going mm. to probably put him through the program in the right way, uh, and we'll, we'll see where how he comes out at the end. I also think it shows the trust they have in Samaj P. Run. Yeah, I still think he's going to surprise people and he's going to be good. I think he's going to start the year as our starter for several games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it also maybe shows the faith they have in Tyler Beatty, who kind of just like yes. stuck onto the roster and just mm-hmm. like stuck around and like we never, we haven't caught it. Like we got these other guys and Tyler Beatty just stays there. Like we might have a plan for, for Tyler Beatty. I remember uh, when I was listening to someone, I won't say the, the news station or, or the person, but they were like, uh, they were like, can, can you remind me what position you play? And for me, that's kind of the funny things when you, when I see Beatty, I'm like, I, I know who he is. I want him to be on this roster. I think a lot of us draft people saw him last year and we were very excited about him. And I think he just proved it. I think he had one game essentially where he was able to 
prove himself and uh, earn that roster spot, at least at this point. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but damn, Javante, man, I missed you. Come back. Come back healthy. Don't go back. <laughs> Don't rush back. Come back healthy. But we miss you. Yeah. Um, awesome. Any other Broncos thoughts before we take advantage of the mainly part of the pro- the podcast name and switch it up a little bit? I think we covered a lot of good topics. Uh, you know, obviously the Broncos add in some tight ends, but besides that, nothing nothing too big oh, yeah, has changed. All we do is yeah. tight ends. It's insane. Well, I mean, it sounds like they're doing. <laughs> they, the Broncos themselves felt like they were didn't have enough tight ends, and with Williams coming back. They felt like they could make the move, and it sounds like they're trying to find those tight ends that can be that blocker and, and also still be, uh, you know, have some potential uh, outside and instead of being in line. Well, w- one thing that interests me as long as we talk about tight ends for a hot second is um, what, the, what does this talk about how we're going to use Greg Dulcich? Because if we're trying to bring in all these blocking mm-hmm. tight ends or extra guys just to be another body out there, I don't think they're going to have Dulcich block much. I think that guy's going to be purely a weapon and i am oh, yeah. so here for it i am so hyped for this i'm looking forward to greg and seeing what he does don't uh, ever cut your hair please <laughs> never go to the grave with that don't uh don't. he's got i think he's got a mustache too don't love him oh, please. Mustache either. yeah keep that this is yeah um but real anyway quick, interesting uh real quick wanted to get to ray uh who are the two backs, the that, two backs that we cut so um, tyreek McAllister was one of them yeah. Um, we and waved J- him for Elliot Fry, and then John, you got the other one, Jack Jacquees Patrick, which uh, a lot of us were very excited mm-hmm. for. So, uh, that was a surprise, at least that was for surprising. me. Yeah, that's the one that made me think like Tyler Beatty is there's something here. Yeah, that's what I agree with, definitely. So, um, yeah, let's let's uh, yeah, I feel like we okay. we've covered the Broncos, even though there's we could keep going on, I'm sure, if we wanted to. <laughs> about this uh, let, let, let's let's make our transition. That's all right. Uh, all right. Make... So we're called mainly Broncos for a reason. We mainly talk about the Broncos, but the Denver Nuggets, guys, <laughs> the Denver Nuggets are in the finals for the first time in franchise history after sweeping the LA Lakers, who I hate with a burning passion, dude, and LaFlop, who I <laughs> gained some mild respect for when he said how good Jokic was, but. Uh, we're here and we love it. And game one is tomorrow, and I'm losing my mind. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm excited. I'm losing it. And for for me personally, it's it's just nice to be able to watch some basketball with the Nuggets because I have Comcast, so it's been a long time, oh. and I'm so excited. To, you know, oh. So it's it's been hard for me being able to watch them. It's just been it's been a, a fun experience. It's so nice within the community, especially in Denver. You're walking around, you see people in in their Nuggets gear. You can talk to them openly about it. It just gives you a way to speak to, to strangers in a friendly manner, and that's the best part. When the Broncos won the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl, how many people did you just all of a sudden start talking to about mm-hmm. the about the Broncos? You could just speak to anyone, and that can be the Universal same thing with the Nuggets. That can be the same oh. thing. But Can you no, imagine but, people but, just going but, around? You know, Nuggets saying, fans don't exist. Denver is not a basketball town. Oh. We're okay, okay. We're not a basketball place. We're, we weren't a football town either, supposedly either at one point. Yeah, I would I tell you to come baseball. here and and figure that out for yourself. NBA media, but no vacancy. We don't want you. Yes. Go away. <laughs> um. No, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. 
I am. I'm so excited. Just what are you guys doing for the, What are you guys doing for finals? You got like any plans? For me, it's just going to be focused on the game and enjoying it. And uh, you know, I, I'm one of those people who kind of has uh, like a mojo feeling. So if, if I feel like the, the Nuggets right. are doing bad, it's on my, it's on me. So I, I have All to right. make sure I might have to step away to get the mojo going for them again. You're one of those people who's like, oh, I can't watch anymore. If I don't watch, they do well. Yeah, if that happened, that's what yeah. you know happened with the Avs last year. Uh, basically, when when they were pushed against you know a little bit against the wall, I I said I can't watch because they're going to lose then. So that is true. That's fair. So I'm going to blame you. That okay? <laughs> I was during Let's that. I was talking to Cameron. John. Must have been watching. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I was doing that with Cameron with the Avs, and I'm like, and he's just like, "Don't talk to me. Don't text me. Not until the end of the game." Every Otherwise single you'll, game. You'll, Otherwise, we'll jinx it, and and it works. You'll, so. th- you'll throw a football at him. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just uh, uh, that background, just that your bracket background, just giving me memories. I can yeah. just think of it. Oh, yesterday. if you guys didn't know, Bobby recorded this. Bobby was the guy <laughs> that recorded this video, um, which I did not know until today. But legend, legend. If I had the video, I would play it, but I don't have it in here. But we will oh. get it. Well, it's gonna yeah. be in here. Cameron's got to just ask him. He's oh yeah, there. I know he has it. It's, um, it's one of those videos where, or I've seen it used by other people, not relate. You know, it's not from Cam, and you're just like, wow, it has become that far where people are just using it yeah, for, you know, people. kind of shock, funny humor. God, that's amazing. <laughs> um, I know. I'm I'm so excited. I mean, I'm I'm. What do you guys think about the matchup? Because between the two teams. Like oh. I definitely wanted to play the Heat. I did not want to play Boston mm-hmm. in Boston because they finished with a higher record than us, so they would have had home court. Yeah. That's a huge I would have not liked it. It's it's all. a huge difference. Yeah, I was I was I. It was kind of cool. It'll be kind of it'll be a challenging matchup with the Celtics. So I think with the Heat, it's going to be an easier. So, so let me ask you guys. Uh, yeah, uh, have a good night. Thanks, Kat, for hopping in. Good. Thanks, Gage. Uh, one thing that you know I wanted to ask you guys. Obviously, the Nuggets they got they got this done easily uh, with the Lakers. Got got done early. Uh, when you have Boston versus the Heat, uh, that game took to seven games. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on rest versus a team who is probably going to be obviously more exhausted, but they've been playing and they're kind of on a, a hot streak right now. What are your thoughts on that? And and is does one team have the advantage going into the play into the finals because of that? Brandon, I've been uh, racking my brain about this <laughs> for a long time, and I I I think I have an answer. I definitely agree with, and I'm not discrediting the fact that the Heat are on a roll, but a seven game series, especially that series where they were very close to blowing it. That's mentally taxing, emotionally draining, not to mention the physical side. Like, yes, they're on a roll, and yes, they're professional athletes, and they're going to play through it. They're also playing in Denver. They literally booked their flight to Denver before Game 7 because they need to get more training in in altitude. I mean, I do think that it's a valid question, and I think that there can't even be too much. It can almost be too much rest. You don't play enough. If you don't play for nine days, you come in, you're lethargic, right? Yeah. I don't know if that's the case. I mean, these Denver Nuggets, they are hungry and they are angry and they want to win this in four games. So they weren't sitting on their ass watching TV for those nine days. I'll tell you that much. I will say, uh, I don't remember who I saw did report this, but someone that was reporting on the practice said that just the vibe of the Denver practice was so different than the heat practice. 
like the Heat weren't even practicing starters. So I think that kind of gives you a little bit of an answer. Like they're winded. They're they're tired. I mean, again, I think it's gonna they're gonna give us their all. And I'm not even saying it's gonna we're not I'm not even saying we're gonna blow them out or anything. I mean, if they're NBA players, like they're gonna be fine. But I do I will say I think I'm leaning more towards the benefit being with the Nuggets for having nine days off. Yeah, what about you, Bobby? Same. I think we needed the rest for sure, uh, especially for all the, especially that sweep too. Like we were on the roll, and I was so glad about that sweep too because I'm not a big fan of the Lakers either. Oh, I hate so I'm with you on there. Uh, <laughs> and there's but, such a big community of Bronco Laker fans. It's just oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, not a and if I'm How? and it, why? <laughs> uh, if you're listening, if you, tell yeah, me. explain please. <laughs> Explain yourself. Happen? Yeah, I want to. I want to know what happened in life. What went wrong? Were you dropped as a child? <laughs> That's probably uh, a bad question to ask. Probably. Um, but no, no. To going back to that topic, uh, I think it was it was great to have have that nine days because I get to relax and everything. And nice too. Game one and two is here in Denver. We got the home court advantage, so I think that gave us a, a complete, just total advantage that we're home. Two games would be good. Uh, I think once once we go to Miami, I think then it's time to to get working on it. But I think, you know, the old saying, you know, when you go down when you're in altitude for so long, you go down below it, you're you're better. It, you're, it's you're so true. Better. It yeah. is so true. When you when I've changed elevations, it just feels like, hey, I am getting a ton of oxygen. I can go run. I can breathe. You know, uh, <laughs> what's going on? I, I can breathe. I can breathe. I can breathe some air or air. You know I'm actually never tested this out. Like I'm, I'm a self-proclaimed obsessed gym rat. I've never not worked out at altitude. I've literally never oh, lifted let's not in see Colorado one day. because I've been here yeah. for 29 years. Okay. Yeah. I've been here for 13 because up there you see cups and everything. Else I'm in the Midwest. Been back there a couple of times. Yeah. And I could definitely tell the difference every time I go. Like I could like, and, and of course when you go back, here, then you're just like, you know, you're gasping for air. Mm. I think that's why I Miami should, uh, go yeah. down to sea level, hit some PRs. Mm-hmm. And mm. I think that's why Miami worked their butts off so much because they're like, oh man, we're two games, we're in, we're up high. When we go back down there, we'll be like, piece of cake. We'll be, yeah, fine. can't have altitude sickness now, so you might as well nope. just get accustomed as soon as possible. And mm. uh, even if you can't practice, just go ahead, get some rest, take some time away from the family, let them know you still love them, do some video chat. But besides that, you're in the altitude and you got to get yourself ready. It's go time. Yes. It's go time. Man, I'm so hyped. Um, all right. So <laughs> pred- predictions, predictions. Who you got? Who you got? And how many games? I'll go first. I, I have the Nuggets and I'll take them in. I, I'll take them in. Take them in six, actually. Ooh. I think it'll oh. take a little longer. Uh, nuggets, I was saying five. Let me ask you this. This is what's going to actually determine my real. Uh, what would game five? I always get a little confused. Game five would be home for the Nuggets, right? Um, sometimes, they, sometimes they do three in a row and then they kind of finish it out. Nuggets. Okay, we got one. We have Avatar saying Nuggets and five. So I'm saying uh, I'm yes, also saying Nuggets five. and five, but I believe it's at home. Yeah, it's game at home. Five will be at home. Yes. All right. So Nuggets and five. That's going to switch it up. That really does make <laughs> the difference. Honestly, I, I feel like 
when you're at home, you're, you you want to one went away. You, mm-hmm. Yes. And you want to be at home to get all the. I mean, I understand you're fine wherever you can beat, you know, the swell sports. But, yeah, you want to do it in front of your fans. You want to celebrate with your yep. family just right there and able to do it. It's, it's mm-hmm. beyond words and beyond what I can well, imagine. Heaven forbid game seven would also be at home. Heaven forbid. But, yeah, we got, we got all the advantages here. I'm also saying uh, Nuggets at five. Because I, respect for Jimmy Butler, nothing but respect. I love you. Also, he's a massive Demarius Thomas fan. Yes. I mean, we, we've we seen it. I mean, he, he has a lot of photos of him wearing the jersey. You know, mm-hmm. I think he's been to, you know, Broncos games even. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There um, was a tweet or something. Uh, I don't know who it was, but it showed, like, it said, like, you know, this how much Jimmy Butler loved the Broncos because of Demarius, it was a clip of a, a reporter yeah. asking about an open board reporter. Mm-hmm. Can't reporter remember which one, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw it today. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. I mean, I again respect for Jimmy. I don't know, he's kind of the only massive thing that the Heat have. I mean, everyone's going to talk about Bam. I Bam is a good player. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, Bam Adebayo is going to lock down Jokic. Did you watch the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, Anthony Davis couldn't do anything. He like, looks silly. Come on. <laughs> We're gonna make him make tough shots. Did you did did you watch the game? <laughs> yeah. Those were two of the craziest shots I've ever seen in my life. And they both happened in the same series against Anthony Davis. Beautiful. They were definitely I'm so excited. Anyway, yeah. um final thoughts, closing remarks, additional comments. Go nuggets. <laughs> Go Nuggets, go Broncos. You know, there is no offseason ever for Colorado sports. So no. let's just keep, for, you know, you know, keep, no com- you know, keep coming. The Rockies don't exist. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was just pretty much go Nuggets, go Broncos, preseason. That's all I'm going to say. Pre-season. Yeah, preseason. <laughs> Chaos. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mainly Broncos podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Bobby and John. You guys want to, uh, you know, name drop anything, tell people where they can follow you, tell people where else they can find you and listen to you. Yeah. So tomorrow on MHRT's network, uh, Orange and Brew podcast, which you can find us at orange underscore and underscore brew. We're having our first live show with uh, MHRT. Really Hell excited yeah. about that. We're coming at the 2 p.m. slot and just really excited to start talking to Broncos and, and just dive into it and, and finally be live, be able to take people's questions. And I think at, at two o'clock, you know, maybe people are having some breaks so you can come in, ask your questions. Would love to have you join us. Congratulations. Uh, Welcome to the family. Yes. Thank you. Congrats on that. Um, I just changed my name to my Twitter handle. Um, yeah. It's going to be B underscore Stevens 93. Feel free to follow me and uh, try to get back in that Twitter world too. So do you really want to get back into Twitter world though? It's, it's, it's been out it's of it for a while. I, it's it's I tough, know. and I yeah, every, I see notifications all the time of Brandon and Cam every single time. Like just light up my phone, like even yeah. in the middle of the night. I'm like, tell you guys go to sleep. Yeah, I was like, you keep me up, man. But no, uh, I'm trying to get back on there. So anybody that wants to uh, follow me, Twitter handles right there. B, B underscore Stevens ninety three. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Follow Bobby, follow John, come out and check out John and orange and brew tomorrow. Super excited for that. Uh, and follow mainly Broncos at mainly Broncos. Uh, and thank you so much for 
hopping in. We will see you next week. Last week, we did have that week off. We are back on schedule. Cam will be back next week, and we'll be rocking and rolling. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, 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 go. a lot of sell every single day i'll be making moves till i'm buried in my grave through the system i don't want to be a slave i've been doing shit my way or the highway